This is life. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day so far. Uh, today's actually a treat. Time to time, what I'd like to do is, you know, since the show is called This Is Life, I'd like to have real life stories and experiences from uh, guests. And uh, today, well, my guest happens to be a longtime friend. I've known him since he was real little, uh, since I was even younger, much younger. And I've seen him grow up. I've seen him uh, not only grow, you know, up in, in high school and, and all the things he did there, getting going through college and then getting a career, uh, getting married, having a child, all the things of life. And just along the way, just really seeing him just grow up and just really become an incredible man and really somebody that I can count on as a close friend. And uh, him and I text all the time. We can have awesome discussions about pretty much every topic. And, yeah, we may not – one of the reasons why I think he's a perfect guest is, you know, the, he, he, Matt and I are perfect examples about how people can have completely different views and still yet be best friends. And that crazy, you know, we don't agree with everything, but we respect each other and have a mutual understanding of, of the fact that we can see eye to eye. We, we, we can, we can have a, we can have a disagreement, but at the same time be close and actually, we see it as a challenge to really grow closer. Rather than something that pushes us away, I believe it helps us get closer. So without any further ado, uh, Matt, say hello. Hi. Hey, all I don't right. Des- I don't deserve that kind of introduction. Uh, no, uh, yeah, even better, I promise. Absolutely. Good. Um, all right, man. Well, why don't you kind of just tell uh, everybody just about who you are, kind of where you came from, you know, maybe some just notable things in your life that – you know, someone would ask you if you had if you could say, you know, just a paragraph or two, you know, what are some some things that really have made you who you are today and and something that just you think that would be notable that people out there can relate with and that you would want them to know about you. That is a really pretty that's broad. A, that's a deep question. <laughs> that's a hey, deep question. We, we, yeah, we don't hold we don't hold nothing back here uh, on this I, is life. I came from my mother, my father. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. I yeah, think. good. Uh, We're <laughs> off to a good start. We're off to a good start. Got that part down. Um, I am a big IT nerd. Work for an IT place. Just for for the for, for the le- for the unlearned, what does IT stand for? Uh, it. Do people not know that? I, really? Is that a thing? I think it's a thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, IT stands for information technology. Sometimes people call it infotech. Um, computer servers. They're the guys you call when you are wanting to destroy your computer and when, throw it out the window. When your podcast won't record on your computer. Mm-hmm. You, you, right? Me you're, personally, you're, you're calling yep. me. This is true. For you. <laughs> yep. Or our <laughs> server goes down at work, or that's, that's I get the happen. blue screen of yeah, death. Yeah. You know, the good news is, yeah, and then that's not the only reason why I like having him in my pocket. But you know, it's, it's definitely nice to be able to have. Oh, it's around. a reason. It's but a, I mean, the yeah, only reason. But say, it's a reason. I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to say it's not a reason, <laughs> but at the same time, it's a blessing. Let's put it there that way. So yeah, so you working at? How long you been doing that? Um, let's see. I'm 28. Who are people there going to go? You're just a baby. Yeah, hmm. I'm 28. Um, I've kind of been working on IT as long as I can remember. I just I was born in that age where uh, I'm a child of the 90s. If you can't do back of the envelope math real fast, uh, I I was just born in that age where I grew up with a computer. Right? That's just you know people that are people that are older than me didn't. Right? It was a new thing. Hey, there's this computer, and I think even. Is it Time Magazine or was it uh, Life Magazine or Newsweek? One of them put it. Ah, oh, the computer is just a toy. Right, right. It'll never. 
Yeah, this is just a gimmick. It'll it's, only last. It's for, never going to be used right. ever again, right? And then obviously we know how wrong that was, right? And now if you, you know, people can't even go, they have computers in their pockets so that they can't go, you know, for half a day without. We well, can't go to the bathroom without, right? Your, exactly, yeah, yeah, can't yeah, go yeah. to the bathroom without, uh, right? People in my generation for sure. We might even have people listening to us right now in the bathroom. <laughs> so hey, wash so your the, hands. To all the yeah, please wash, your, your, wash hands. your hands. You know, wash, I got you. wash your hands. Uh, yes, I mean, I've just kind of been in IT professionally. I mean, most of my adult career has been, but again, I'm just a baby, has been in IT in some form or fashion. Um, but, um, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I've, I'm an IT nerd. Um, I'm a pretty big, uh, I'm a big sports guy, but I'm a particular sports guy, right? So I'm one of those weird Americans. A lot of people are just going to turn this off after I say this. I'm a soccer fan. We just yeah. lost half the viewers right there. Yeah, they're, all, yeah. they're gone. There we go. <laughs> half the listeners are gone. This well, show's this, over. This, even though the second episode, it was nice. This has been. This is life, everybody. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks for the long journey. Uh, no, I don't. I I like soccer. Um, I enjoy soccer. I enjoy baseball. Um, I enjoy pretty much all sports. If it's a sport, I'll watch it for the most part. Uh, I'm not a big fan of golf. I just don't get it. I'm yeah. also terrible at it. <laughs> so maybe that's golf. Kind of golf is one of those, those, those one of the weirdest sports where you can love it just as much as you hate it. Well, what's and weird is that golf people play competitive golf, but you don't compete against another player. No, it's all right? about yourself. It's all about right. you competing against right. the course and right. what the designer has set. Right. Um, like in tennis, I play tennis against you. I hit the ball. You didn't return it. I get a point right. or I win or whatever. Hockey, I score a goal. The other team didn't. I win. Golf. I play against a course right. and you play against a course and we see who beat <laughs> right. the course exactly. by more. That, are, that's who beat the course better. Hey, listen, I'm just happy if I come um, home with the same golf ball that I started out with. <laughs> <laughs> that's, or at least the same five that I started out there with. There you go. There you go. That's probably more realistic. Um, and then I'm a huge like, – one other thing if I had to say something is I'm a huge we, – we disagree politically. You kind of covered that yep. in the open. Um, but that's okay. I think that's – actually, I think that's one of the strongest parts about our relationship <laughs> And, and is that? And I think that a lot of people can learn from that. I mean, especially. I mean, it's, it's just so crazy. I, I covered this a little bit in episode one. It's just that that, that there's, there's such a divide, especially politically. And 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 I think that you know I have definitely in the last five or six years, the things that I was raised and grew up with, and just thought that's just how you believe. I grew up in a very strictly conservative home. My father and mother, they're still very very conservative. And I definitely don't agree with everything that they believe, but I would still say that I lean more to the conservative side. You obviously lean more to the opposite, which is the liberal side. From my side, you lean very much to the conservative right, side. Right. Like, okay, I'll take it. But <laughs> that's a matter of perspective. From <laughs> right. me, you're way over yeah, there. That's yeah, that's true. But the thing about that is that, that is that you and I, that we can take one topic and we can just to see each other's views. And at the end of the conversation, which to generally typically never ends anyway, but at the end of each time, you know, time we have a discussion about it, we have still have an incredibly mutual respect for one another. And even if we disagree, we still learn something from the other person. I think that's the difference right. is that we, you have to learn, you know, that because the thing, the, 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 the pride will definitely ruin your opportunity to learn. If you have so much pride in thinking that you have all the answers, that everything is all about you and that you, nobody can teach you anything new. You are going to miss out on such an incredible opportunity to gain what really God has given you in this life. And that is a respect and a love and a kindness and a genuine care for one another. And even if they see things differently, as in this case, Matt and I even talk about politically, um, I see it as an opportunity for me to open up my eyes to a bigger world than what I was taught as a young child 
And maybe if I am wrong, hey, I, I can admit it, grow from it, learn from it, and you know, make my my world, the people that I'm around, a, a, a better experience for all. Yeah, that's there's an open mindedness between you and I, and I think it's just we're both just open minded people, and that's right. how it is. But there is this weird thing now where we're just we're so divided in everything, and you covered this a little bit in the previous episode and a little bit in the open that we're so divided. On every single topic, right? Politically, religiously, um, sports teams, uh, brands right. of cars. Yeah, it's like, crazy how people like will fight, like literally fight people over their sports team. Yeah, if I, if like, I see you, with, I'm, I'm a Red Sox fan. If I see a Yankees fan, it's on. Right. right the break, and you see on. all those videos of drunk people fighting in stands, and it's like it's yeah. a game, guys. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're paying, you're, you're you're watching grown men play a game. Right. It's a game, and women. Don't forget. See, and that's women, the liberal yes. part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. We're, we're, yeah. we're already there. Yeah. Uh, but so that that's what's weird is that you and I are open minded enough that you know if if you're going to come at something with a different perspective, right? You're a different person. Right. You've had different experiences. Right. You were raised differently. Right. You might have a piece of actual information that I don't have, right. a study, a factoid, something that I've not been encountered to yet. And we're open-minded enough to not just double down, right? Because people right. think, if I say to you, and this, we don't want to get too political here probably, but if I say to you, hey, look, it's pretty much a fact that humans cause climate change. Right. In some form, right? It, it's it, it's a thing. You know, 90- I'm gonna, You're right. I'm going to be leaned towards, well, but – you know, sure. Hasn't the the Earth been changing for as long as it's been in existence? Right. You know, and, and and we could definitely have that conversation to where to what degree does humans cause climate change, and also to what responsibility does the government have to 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 restrict our uh, usage and things of that nature that are causing uh, climate change? Right. So we differ on that. But if I were to come to you with a fact, you wouldn't just dismiss no. it as oh well that fact doesn't agree with what I think. Right. Therefore, right. it's not. Uh, yeah. Therefore, it's not accurate, right? <laughs> well, yeah. You, you can't if do I that. said to you, Sean, look outside right now. The sky is blue. You're gonna go, nope, nope, nope. I looked Sorry. this morning, and I looked last night before I went to bed, and it was definitely red. No, right. This is not. This is something you won't. You're not gonna do that, right? Right. You have to. Have, Likewise, if you gave me a fact, I'm not gonna dismiss no. that fact either. I might go research it or try to counter it with a right. And I'm not going to immediately call you a liar or right or you know or some some name or trying trying to feed. You just because again, you just because you think differently right. or you have a different point of view. I think that we 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 forget, man. There's such a treasure in other points of view. You know that there's. Well, you only a, have one, right? You only have one. You're right. only ever going to have yeah, one. Your worldview is it's what you're yours. Coming, that's right. it. That's the point, right? Opinions are like noses. That's that's the point. But you know, if you believe that everything happens for a reason, which most people do, yep. um, whether that reason's religious or universal or. Right we're all in some alien Sims game or whatever, <laughs> right? There's at least a cause. I think everyone would agree. There's definitely a cause and effect. There's some sort of cause and right. effect, right? So if you, if you subscribe to that notion and people listen to your show, I'm sure they do. They're very smart, educated people. Why wouldn't you take an opportunity when it's give, when it's in front of you to see quote unquote, how the other half lives? Right? Well, let me ask you, why do you think, why do you think that a lot of people don't, have this mutual respect like you and I do. I mean, as a rule, I'm sure there are a lot of people who have friends that have different sides of point of view and they, right. and they learn from them. But you know, the general consensus seems to be that people are just all about themselves, all about their own points of view, their own perspectives, and they don't have patience for other people, other people's line of thinking. Why do you think that is? Why do you think a lot of people don't want to open up their mind to the way other people think? I, I think because we've just been so entrenched with the, like, 
if you go back thousands and thousands of years to the Neanderthal times, right, we were a tribe. There's right. this tribal nature. Humans have always been part of groups okay. since the beginning of forever, right? So you have a group of people that are on this side of the ridge. And then I cross over the ridge and I see another group of people and we're fighting over the same resource, let's say, right? Water, a creek, whatever, right. back in the caveman day. So, you know, that's very much my team against your team. And in that case, we're fighting for a resource and livelihood for life. Survival. Right? Yeah. For survival, right. But I think that's just, that's part of our nature. It's just part of our nature to, to group ourselves um, based on differentiators. It's just how I think differently than you. Therefore, I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican. And it's not that you and I are adversaries, but I think that that's just, well, if you're not on my team, then we must be in competition. Well, if you look at every any kind of apocalyptic show where there's no internet or there's no electricity or zombies are attacking yeah, you or whatever. Your camp and then somebody it, comes right. to your camp trying to take your whatever the resource is in the zombie right. apocalypse. Or, you, yeah, find, sure. you find people who are like-minded and those are the people, even sometimes you, that just means you're by yourself or with your own family. But generally in those kind of circumstances, people who are loners end up being the first ones to go in the show uh, you know, or whatever. So I, th- I think what's interesting about that kind of concept is, is so – uh, it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. Um, like this. Think about it. If let's say if we were to have that kind of experience, where all of a sudden an EMP attack or something, or so there's no electricity, there's no internet, and everything just goes out. Right? Hypothetically, let's talk about that. Um, I think that obviously there would be panic in the streets. There would be this uproar, and at that point, people are going to have to make a decision. Are they going to, you know, regardless of the circumstances surrounding them, the terrible you know, situation, are they going to just hole up and protect what is just theirs? Or is the better option to put aside differences at that point and work for humankind as a whole? I think that's what God wants to do. In fact, all over the scriptures, that's what he told his people to do. Is when, you know, when you're facing obstacles and people are coming against you, people are warring against you, you combined and come together to overcome the obstacles as a whole. Well, sure. I mean, that's how society works, right? I'm not a plumber. Right. But we have plumbers. Right. And that's okay. That I I barter with that plumber. In this case, right. it's money. Uh, but before it was a chicken or a goat or you know whatever. That's how society functions. You have a bunch of different people that do a bunch of different roles. And you know your role and your role helps the whole. But that's how it works. But going back to what we were talking about, about why people can't get along and being tribal and all that, that's cool. That's one thing. I think the reason that you and I get along so well is we're super open-minded from the standpoint of like, you're not afraid to change your opinion. I'm not afraid to change my opinion when right. faced with better evidence or different evidence and perspective. And furthermore, if you believe everything happens for a reason, then wouldn't you also believe that God has put this other perspective person in front in, of you? In front of, yeah. No for question. some sort of a purpose, the you to figure out what that is. No, that's absolutely true. But, you know, Maybe I, even I just would to like challenge to think, you. Right. Maybe I would think to that see you're how in smart my, you are. Right. Uh, I would right. think that you're in my life to either challenge me, mm-hmm. to smarten me up, something a better view, perhaps, maybe me to you the same way, or to just show that, hey, we can get along without this faction thing. We right. all have to be a At part of At the very least, maybe you right. and I are supposed to be examples for others to follow. Could be. I have things a little bit pious, but I understand. Could be. I mean, but it could be, but that's but that's the deal, is that you have for some reason, people just can't, at least especially politically nowadays, people just can't, you know. It's one thing if you got a KU hat on and you go see somebody else and they've got a KU, K-State shirt on. It's a natural <laughs> like, ah, this guy, right? right? 
But even politically, it's like, you know, I disagree with you on abortion. I disagree with you on climate change to a degree. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we're adversaries mm-hmm. because I think we both want what's best for the country. Right. We just differ on how to get there. Right. At least in a political space. No, well, I, think, that's, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like we're all, we're all we, playing for the right, same team. We all like, precisely. We all want the same thing. We just have different ways of going about. We have different ways that we feel that are the best way to go about it. At least we should. That's the way it should be. It should never be about my own agenda or what I think is what I think is right for me should be right for everybody else because it just like we said it's like everybody comes from a different place a different you know uh, set of you know of understanding how they were raised and there's just there's a grace there there has to be some sort of under I think there in order if we're going to truly fulfill the great commission to go therefore into all the world and preach the gospel we have to have a base understanding that no matter who this person is who's in front of me whether it be a stranger at the checkout line or my best friend for 30 years, every single person is worthy of respect, of love, of kindness, of gentleness, all the fruits of the spirit that we learned about in Sunday school. And then once we get that, then we can start up conversations. I mean, how many times have you ever just started up a conversation with somebody you didn't know? Just say, hey, how you doing today or what's going on? My wife thinks I'm kind of crazy because I you're tend the, to do that all the time. You're the master at that. I, I love it. The toll I, road. Right. The checkout lady checking out your groceries. Listen, you, you very right. much love to if do If you're ever that, in a drive-thru, there's cool. always a lull there. There's a time that you give them the money and then there's a moment waiting before your food. To me, that's a perfect opportunity to be like, so how's your day treating you? Everybody doing all right today? You know, uh, you, you know, you hanging in there. Or, you know, it's basically just ask questions that are truly engaging to a person. That's going to probably surprise them. But what you're doing is you are showing that person that at least one other person sees them for the person and uh, that they're a person. That they're not just an employee. They're not just somebody customer service. That they are truly a person. And this is in right. any regard. This is even just out and about smiling at people. I mean, amazing how that could just even go so far. Opening the door for people. You know, I'm teaching my daughter. She's young, but my wife and I teach her how to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, and yes, sir. And we we want we do that because we want her to understand that that you respect people of all kinds, of all different nationalities, races, creeds, beliefs, because we all are valuable to one another. And you'd want it for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, no if, I, if I you know if I treat if if I treat you nasty. Right. I wouldn't want to be. Nobody wants to be. Nobody wakes up and goes, "Woo, treat me! I'm going to get treated yeah, so poorly." I'm going to get treated today. so like, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants that. Right. Nobody wants but that. you, um, but at the same time, you have people who don't give a care about how they treat other people, and they often wonder why is nobody like me, or why don't I don't have any friends, or why am I lonely, why am I in my sixth marriage? It's a lot of that's because you know you are choosing uh, to 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 not love and treat people kindly the way that they deserve to. Even if, and that goes back to my first podcast. That when I say deserve to be treated, every person, regardless of who they are, what they've done, everybody, if you are a believer in Christ, is worthy of kindness, respect, and love and, and deserves it. And so that's why the Bible says he reigns on the just and the unjust, has a sun, sets on the on the just and the unjust, and rises on the unjust and the unjust. Basically what it's saying is that, that God's mercy and his forgiveness and grace and his kindness and his love is set apart for everybody, regardless of if they are believers or non-believers. Okay, so wait a minute. You just and you might this might have been a slip. I don't know if I meant to say this. You just said that everybody deserves respect, kindness, all those things. If you're a true believer, what if I'm not? Well, no, 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 no,
I what I'm saying. It, what I meant to say was, if you are a believer, you believe that okay. that you. So it's not you deserve it if you're a believer. No, 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 no. no. Everybody deserves everybody. it. Race, creed, religion, everybody. color, right. gender. Sure doesn't very, matter. Now that makes sure that's very, very clear. So that believers touch on that. Just uh, yeah, that could I have been misconstrued. That. No, I appreciate a different that. Way. That's why I got you here. You, you, you peaked my ears when you nah, said that. Well, I went, wait, wait a minute, really? Well, if I peaked your ears, I'll probably peek somebody else's ears. <laughs> what, that's, what I was saying is that, that believers specifically have a responsibility to treat everybody, whether they are a believer or not, with the same amount of love, respect, and dignity. And uh, that's what it's talking about because God sees it that way. God sees that every single person, whether they're a believer or not, he still has unconditional love for them. And we ought to have that way towards everybody. And I'm, I can't speak for the world, you know. I think the world has its own version of what is uh, who's 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 who who's worthy of love. I think, but I, as Christians, that's what I know. I know that we have a responsibility to treat every single person, regardless of who they are, with love, respect, and dignity, and and and, and a desire to see the, them at their best. And so, you know, I know that's tough. That's not really, especially when somebody who hurts you or does something bad against you or, you know, maybe you have a bad history with. Um, but, is, you know, we have a responsibility to reconcile, to, to fix confrontations when they're there. You know, not to just let things go sour and bitter and you now 20, 30 years are living with a grudge. You know, that doesn't do anybody any good. You have to go to that person as soon as you're able to and attempt to fix it. And even if you don't, you give it your best shot and you uh, you attempted to make sure that, that your relationship with that person uh, was fixed. And, you know, you, you can only do so much, uh, but at least you definitely tried and gave it your all and you're still going to love them regardless. Well, that's one of the top two. Man, how simple would it be? Yeah. Because I recall we – so – if, if you're if you're a believer in the Bible, you believe most people who listen to your show. I'm sure they do. You had one rule: don't eat that fruit. Right. That was the one rule. That was it. Right. Anything else doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. Don't eat that fruit on that tree right there. The whole rest of the garden, fair game. Right. Do whatever you want. Name the animals. What? Do whatever. Don't eat that. Right. And we mess that up. So then Jesus comes along. We've lived in sin. And all that kind of stuff. And you can get in here and help me out with this. Then Jesus comes along, takes care of any sin that's occurred after that. Right. That's right. You have an entire Old Testament where we had Testament to do a lot of work. And these kind right. Of I mean, there, there, there was definitely a lot of uh, toil, snares and tribulations that the Old Testament ought to go through in order just to make up for that original sin. And it wasn't until Jesus came that that original sin was removed. And now we can actually have a relationship with the father as was intended upon creation. Right. So. So after Adam, you get 10 rules. Mm-hmm. And they come down on a tablet. And it right. wasn't an iPad. That'd be cool, but it wasn't an iPad. Right. They were, they, were, they were a little heavier than the iPad. So you get 10 rules, and we mess that up. Right. And then there's a flood because we well, messed the, a whole the bunch up. Technically, the Ten Commandments came after the flood. Oh, they after the flood? But it's okay. Regardless, I think your point is, is that you're saying that we were given a lot of rules. I mean, you're given one rule, you mess right. it up. You're given ten rules, you mess it up. How many laws do we have in the United States right, right now? No, that's true. Not, more than ten. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's a lot more. Yeah, and then each city has its and own. And then Jesus came. Right. So, so you get ten. You get all these rules. You know, you have a flood. There's ten rules. Jesus comes and kind of hits the reset button, and he basically says, "Hey, look, you know, these ten are really good." But we really only care about two of them. Yep, precisely. So he simplifies even the ten. Ten was yep. too much for everybody. Yeah, he says that you love your Lord with God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. You do those two things, you can complete the entire law 
in those in, in the scripture. That's it. I don't need a law for murder. Right. I don't need a law for taxes. For adultery. I don't need a law for adultery. Right. I don't need a law for uh, anything. Right. Uh, the stealing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't absolutely. need a law for stealing. I don't yeah, need... covetousness. You don't need a law for disobedience. Yeah, I don't need a uh, every... law for speeding. I don't right. need a law for any of that. Just, just right. you know. Treat people the way you want to be treated. It's so simple, right? But that's, that's <laughs> so the whole simple. Well, see, it's simple, but, but we can't get it. We, we can't it's, do right. it. It's the absolute hardest thing for our flesh. It's the absolute hardest thing for ourselves because pride stands in the way. We, we we like to think that we can do things our own way, uh, in the way that we are that is most comfortable for us. Because the the thing that's most comfortable for us is whatever satisfies ourselves. You know, obviously, if I'm trying to eat better. Uh, you know, eating a salad is not going to feel as good as eating a Big Mac, right? So you're going to have to have a self-discipline. And in those things, if you want to accomplish goals and objectives in front of you, yeah, you're going to have to put the, you know, axe to the grind and really make an effort to to to, to make it a better choice so that you have a better existence in the long run. And specifically when it comes to loving people, people aren't always the easiest to love. And not just those you have a disagreement on, but just people who have severely wronged you. I mean, so has there ever been a time, Matt, in your life where you somebody or something, you know, really, really wronged you, really, really hurt you, and 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 you can either go either way, either either it affected you in the long run, where you know you now have a bitterness that you have a hard time getting rid of, or did you go to that person and fix it, and now you're better? I was kind of I threw that question on uh, last minute, but just um, I yeah, I mean, it's happened to everybody. I don't know, you know, I don't know if I can recall a particular instance. I mean, we, you and I had a bit of a deal a little bit ago. Um, you and I had a bit of a tiff right. a little bit ago. Just sure. We hadn't talked in a while and, right. um, you know, we, we squashed it and it's not a problem anymore. And here we are. Right. Um, and so that, you know, that's great. Um, I don't know. I can't think of a good example. I can think of a lot of times where somebody has been put in my life for a reason. Right. And kind of the other way, not somebody's wronged me, but somebody has done something, you know, you talked about just, hey, smile at that guy when you pass him on the sidewalk. Right. Right. Something like that. Um, especially now with mental health being a big deal, you hear about people that, you know, hey, I was going to do whatever, self-harm or end my life or whatever. Mm. And this one guy smiled. I, well, not for me, but, you know, just you see you see stories all the time. Like, oh, yeah, I was going to I was going to go home and. I don't know, do whatever to myself and didn't care anymore. And then that one person called and said, Hey man, I was just thinking about you and yeah. turn my whole life around. And so you, you hear those stories all the time. Right. So, you know, I, I, it is quite amazing. how just the, even the smallest little bit, it's a simple what we thing. think is simple gestures can mean the most to so, so many people. Right. But why is it? Do you think that we as a society, again, I keep going back to this, but like that is such a difficult concept. I mean, I, I guess a lot of it's maybe because, you know, it's not, it's not entertaining, you know, I mean, Horror movies do much better than, you know, loving kindness movies. I mean, sure. the better stories is about, you know, kind of like they say, if it bleeds, it leads, right? You know, you're never going to hear, you know, if you go on the, watch the news, it's mostly going to be about all the negative and, and all right. the horrible things. Even though there's good things that happen every single city, every single day, all across the nation, uh, you know, you may hear once in a while, maybe unfeatured segments of a news program, but the rest of the 25 minute program, is going to be, you know, all yeah, about one puff piece to end the show. Right. Oh, the yeah, late show's coming up after that. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. oh, that was very funny. Right. We're going to lend you but on a good note But the rest of the tonight. show is right. political turmoil and North Korea is going to bomb the U.S. Right. And uh, there was a shooting down on third and, you know, that, all that negativity all right. the time. But I think it's just because that's, that's what that's what we want. As, 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 as humans, we crave that. We crave the negative 
and 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 I think this that a lot of that just because it makes us feel better. I think it feels feel better. Yeah, you, right, it's not happening to me. Right, right. Oh man, that's horrible. But it didn't happen right. to me. Right. That's the thing. Well, yeah, and I'm guilty of that. I mean, I, I you know, I, I kind of consider myself kind of a news hound, and you know, and there, there'll be stories like like for example, there was a horrible story the other day about a one year old girl who who fell out of a cruise ship. You know, her grandfather was playing with her in a, in a kiddie pool and. And uh, she was by a window, and the window opened, and this one-year-old girl fell out. Eleven stories is an awful, tragic story. Yeah. And that's the first thing I told her. I woke up to my wife, Rachel. I'm like, and she, you know, as we woke up, I was on my iPad just kind of checking the news of the day and whatever. And I was like, did you hear about this one-year-old filling out a cruise ship? She's like, good morning to you too, honey. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, sorry. Hi, good morning. Right. You know, I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, so, so we have a natural tendency of these awful, you know, tragic things. And again, I think it's you're right. I think it's because it's not happening to us. Now, when they do happen to us, well, you know, we we uh, kind of kind of lose our minds. We're like, oh no, what do we do now? Sure. You know. And that again goes to what I was saying in the first podcast about if there be any praise, if there be any virtue, you think on these things. And that's it. Basically, the way to do think about it is anything that's that's hard is generally worth it. It's just generally the better decision, a better thing to do. If it if it causes you to challenge yourself, if if it if it causes you to to make maybe a different decision that is a little bit more harder to accept. Generally, most of the time it's going to be the better decision. Right. And so maybe that's, as we end today's, you know, to his podcast, just think about that, you know, whatever, whenever you're, whatever you're faced with today, complications, other, you know, good, maybe even some good things, but whatever happens in your life today, you know, really think about how this moments that you're going to experience are going to affect the long run. How are you going to affect others that come in your path? They come in your path. What is it? What are you going to do today to to stand out to make sure that you are part of the solution and not just another part of the problem? And you know, find a way to reach out to even those who may just disagree with you. Maybe you have friends or family members whom you haven't talked to in a while, and maybe you need to pick up the phone and text them or raise a message them. I mean, we live in a world with so many ways and means of communication. There's literally no excuse for us not to reach out to those whom we know we have conflict with and, and try and fix it. And it could be something as simple as you have a different political view, or it could be that maybe there's a deep-seated you know, family history of hurt and pain or abuse or whatever. And, you know, you need to find a way to, to, to try and make it right if at all possible. Or it could be that you have an argument with somebody. Right. And then, um, I, you and I had an argument, so I'm mad at you. Okay, cool. Right. And then 10 years go by and you go, man, I'm still mad at that person. But I don't remember why. Right. It doesn't yeah, make, I, I don't have no idea why that's how, Oh yeah. Phones ringing well, in, the, in the studio. I guess that means it. Yeah, that's my fault. That's All right, guys. Well, let's buzzer. end on there. On the, let's end on the text talk. All right. Well, I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. And uh, until next time, God bless you guys. Aloha and mahalo.